Wait, are you... <laughs> are you gonna count me in? Whatever. I'm just gonna go for it. Welcome to the Queen's Lead Podcast. I'm your host, Amy Singleton. And as a child of the 80s, I'd love to say Queen's rule. But they don't. Queen's lead. Being a queen means you are worthy to be a leader of people. The guests on our show do exactly that. They are leading the way in their businesses, families, and communities. And they're taking their rightful place in the spotlight, leading and inspiring the developing queens in all of us. Welcome to the Queen's Lead Podcast. Now here's your host, Amy Singleton, the queen of realness, leading conversations about business, life, and the real shit you want to know. Welcome everybody to another episode of the Queen's Lead Podcast. Today, I'm so excited to have the healing coach, Christy Diamond, here with us. Her and her husband, Rick, have a business uh, called Healing Acres, and they are transforming marriages. Welcome, Christy. Thank you so much. I'm excited to be here. Tell us a little bit about you and your business. Sure. So um, I've been working uh, with women for years and years on on healing, on uh, deep healing to really get to a place of solidarity within themselves and their intuition. And in the last several years, probably about the last five years, realizing how much our relationship in marriage is so pivotal to how things go well or don't, you know, like, so when this is really good, so much is good in life. And when this is off, like so much is off, right. It's such a core relationship. And I truly believe in the, in the saying that, that goes, um, you know, the highest form of spiritual practice is relationship (laughs) because we learn so much about ourselves. We stretch ourselves. And so the work that I do now is actually with my husband, Rick, and we transform marriages to the place of sometimes we get into these places in our relationships where there's kind of some unfinished business. So we might go through something and there might be apologies and there might be, you know, the remorse and the healing, but it seems like there's containers that are left with maybe a little bit of residue or some some (laughs) things that can create resentment right over the years. And that then another container comes up from another experience. And so what we're finding in relationship is that if we don't clean out those containers, we will not have the deepest level of healing and therefore the deepest level of connection. And so in the work we do, we actually bring clients to us. We do that deep inner healing work and with each other in the relationship, we clean out all the containers. We call it the art of repair. That's kind of the technique that we have, have formed ourselves. And um, through this, We literally have couples over and over say to us, we have never, ever experienced connection to this level in our relationship. And I love hearing that because in that level of connection, in that depth, that's like where, where life really lives, where the the bliss of life really is, the fulfillment of it is. And so it's such a beautiful experience. And I just love, love, love the work we do to get them there. 
Oh my gosh. That does sound very transformative. I, I can think of people <laughs> top of mind right now that might benefit from some conversations <laughs> with you for sure. <laughs> Tell us what kind of led you and Rick to this place. I'm assuming this isn't what you've always done. What brought you to this, this place of helping others? Um, well, I have this, I, I have this gift. I, so I'm an intuitive healer on top of, you know, doing this work and I can read energy like that and I can see where the blocks are. And I, I can't even explain it. Honestly, I can get on the phone with someone and, and see it. And they're just like, how, how did you know that? You know? And so the level, the level to which I'm able to facilitate is just like this really deep level. Cause we go past the surface, we dive deep, we get there quick. And when I saw this in relationship, you know, Rick and I are, are both on our second marriages and we both brought baggage into our relationship. And I had a very abusive former marriage, um, physically, emotionally, and I had done all this healing, you know? So I was like, oh, I'm ready. Yeah, I got this. I worked through it. (laughs) (laughs) You thought you had, right? (laughs) Right. And so when I got into relationship with him again, back into marriage, all my old stuff came up. And it actually tore us apart to the point where about after two years, we were ready to divorce. Now we had four children, you know, combined together. And I was like, okay, this can't happen. And so we decided to do the inner work. Like I was just talking about the true art of repair. And we were able to walk through our own healing journey. And I'll tell you that what has made the difference. So we've been together 10 years and I have lived more dreams and fulfilled more of my life's purpose in the last 10 years than I did in all the years combined before that because of the relationship we were able to build together because of who he showed up as in my life and the depth of love we were were able to share together. And I love this work. And so when we saw that journey and we see so many couples, honestly, you know, not to be facetious, but. I can count on one hand marriages that I aspire to be like truly because oh, I, yeah. Me I too. you know, it's, it's just yeah. like, yeah, there's like couples and you know, it's like, Oh yeah, our marriage is pretty good. Or it's, you know, and, and I, but I wanted the, like, I wanted the best friends, um, just excited to be together kind of kind of love the, the championing each other. And I wanted, you know, there's three levels of love and I wanted to get to the third level. And so when we were able to do that together and Rick had to do his own work, I, you know, at first he'll, you know, he'll tell you himself that I kind of dragged him along (laughs) and he was just like, really? But when he saw his own purpose in it and what he does for men, because he coaches men, I coach women, and together we coach the couples. It's just like phenomenal. And so I can't imagine doing anything different now than that. But our journey actually brought us to the place we're at. And I often say, you know, as as they say, your mess becomes your message. And we truly want this. We want this for people because this is what marriage was made for. It was made to, you know, to wake up, to be best friends, to still do the flirting, to have the great sex, to have that deep, deep connection. And so that was our journey. And so now we share it with the world. That's amazing. What, what were you guys doing when you met for vocationally? 
Okay. So he was doing corporate training, training teams and doing teamwork. And I was doing coaching with women and also the energetic healing work. I'm a medical intuitive. And so I was doing a lot of, I had my own healing practice. I was, you know, working with women and trauma, trauma work when we first met and came together. Okay. So you already owned a business and he came in from corporate. What a nice pairing together. Right. Yeah. 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 Cause there's strengths he has that really added to the business and there's strengths that I have that he didn't have. So it was, it was a great combination. I'll tell you though, that to work together as a couple is, is also a whole other level of working out the dynamics, you know, and we truly believe that we can't take our clients further than we're willing to go ourselves. So mm-hmm. we dig in and we do the deep, deep work and I've, we've done that in business and relationship. And anyway, here we are doing it together. And here we are. We're doing it together. And <laughs> tell us about, so tell us about you, you have individual coaching and couples coaching, um, with one another or with other couples, uh, but you also yes. host retreats. Yes. Yes. So, so we, um, when we were doing the couples work, you know, all this, uh, you know, we had the, the COVID thing happening and, and, and people, uh, it, for one, we were floored and blown away by how many divorces were happening during yes. COVID. And it was kind of this thing of like, oh, wait, we have to be around each other like 24 yeah. seven. Yeah. Forget this <laughs> guy. It's going to work. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it was kind of this whole thing of like, uh, you know, like how does this work? Or, you know, we, we've had our escapes and Rick and I call them exits from each other in our relationship. And anyway, we decided after that, that it was really important to bring the in-person experience because there's so much you can, you can do when someone's right in front of you. And, and that the once a week sessions weren't cutting it. It's just like, you get somewhere and then you're like, okay, let's hold on for another week. And we'll, yeah. you know, we'll go, we'll dig deeper, you know, we'll dive deeper. And we were like, what if we brought them together for this work where literally two and a half days, we are a hundred percent focused on this relationship, the, the pitfalls, the heartache, the foundation, what they have to build on. And so bringing them together, focused away from distractions, from kids, from jobs, what happens in that short amount of time at a retreat together? And, and we like go all out, you know, it's just like, if you're going to do this inner work, let's treat you VIP, like let's pamper you, let's take care of you, you know, yeah. um, the transformation that happens in two and a half days, it's like you live almost a lifetime just in that amount of time. And it's really incredible. So we created Healing Acres. And what we've also done is, so I'll have retreats for women where they come and they kind of do their inner work. And we have this sisterhood and just this like real raw um, connection with other women stepping into the queen that they are. And then the men, Rick does his and, you know, they don't get as pampered as the ladies do. They kind of do the, <laughs> the outdoor thing. <laughs> and, and so to have a facility where we can facilitate the in-person experience that is so beyond powerful, that's like, it's literally like years of, of you know, if you were to look at counseling, um, combining into just a few short days, like that's how much work in-depth work is done. 
Um, so, to, so we are excited to have a facility where we can bring people here. The women can come, the men can come, and the couples can come together. And we feel like that's the golden, like that is where the gold is in the work that we do. Yes. So are people that are attending the retreats normally already coach in coaching with you, or can anyone come to the retreats? Any, anyone can come to the retreats. It's a combination of people who are already coaching with me and some that are like, Hey, I, I, you know, I want to do some of this inner work. I've, I've seen what you're doing. And so they come with, you know, with them and travel from all over. They fly in to, to attend these retreats. Yeah. But, and you just moved that, this operation from Texas to, to Chandler, Oklahoma. Is that right? Correct. Yes, we did. We, um, interestingly enough, the need was so high that, uh, we outgrew our first facility within a year. (laughs) Yeah. That's what I'm talking um, about. So yeah, like that's, that's a good problem to have. (laughs) Bad for them. Great for you. (laughs) <laughs> right, exactly. Um, so we found this beautiful space here in Chandler, Oklahoma, and it actually, it's it kind of looks like a castle. It's actually called the Cowper Castle. <laughs> oh, nice! And um, and it's on forty acres. It is gorgeous, just gorgeous. Um, I really, truly believe in the healing benefits of nature, being cocooned in nature, having a space to go and sit quietly with yourself to really be still with yourself to have interaction with other women. So it's a great combination of all things. We have, you know, moments where um, we get to be the little girls in us. And then we also get to be the Queens in us. And so it's really, really an amazing experience. Wow. So talk to us about the client journey. When someone reaches out to you and is like, Oh my God, I'm stuck. I'm ready for divorce. I just can't take it anymore. What does that journey and kind of the onboarding and their path look like working with you? Oh, I love that. That's such a great question. So we have actually, we worked with couples who are like, um, literally like we've been married 20 years. We love each other so much, but we're, we're just done with a cycle that we just can't seem to figure out. And it's not like they want to end the marriage. They just don't know how to change the trajectory because here they are. It's like, you know, do we want to do 20 more years of this, you know? And so it's not like this bickering and fighting. They're just kind of like, we, we love each other, but we can't figure this out. Like, like what's the solution. And so they'll reach out to us and they're, they, they've kind of been in their survival patterns. And that's kind of an assessment that we do with the clients. We, when we start off, there's several different assessments we're looking at because it's just like through the assessments, we can cut to the chase. We don't have to get into the story. We don't have to get into all this, you know, stuff. It's just like, Oh, I see. So this is how you've been surviving. And this is how you put the wall up. And this is how you pushed them away or pushed her away. And so we'll do a few sessions online via zoom to just kind of look at that and kind of roadmap. And, and it's such a huge awareness and so much compassion for each other, because really we're, we just, what we did is as children, we learned to survive a certain way and it was brilliant. I mean, honestly, it blows me away how we survive as children, you know, in some of these situations, but Mm -hmm. it doesn't work in our adult relationships. And so we keep doing the same thing over kind of that insanity cycle and just being like, you know, what's going on, what's happening. And so 
what we're doing is learning to create a secure attachment with each other. That's where the depth can come in. And so it's looking at like, oh, so this is our cycle. This is our cycle of conflict. This is where we break apart. This is where I shut down. This is where you walk away or you get clingy, you know? And so when we can look at the behaviors, we can shift those somewhat. And so we'll do a few sessions there and then we'll bring them here for some deep inner work. And really it's kind of like looking at where did, where in myself did I kind of go off balance? Where, where am I not aligned with myself? Where have I self-sabotaged or self-sacrificed? And oftentimes I'll tell you that, um, I mean, kudos to the men who do this work, okay? Because there's a lot of women who are just like, oh my gosh, like I I just want to soar. I'm I'm finding things about myself and and the men will kind of find it as a threat of like, wait, what's going on here? You know, are you leaving me? What's going on? Is this new you? Yes, exactly. And the solution most of the time is not, okay, I've, I've outgrown you. Let's, you know, let's go our separate ways. It's like, how can I feel supported in my growth and how can you feel safe in my growth as, as I, as we do this? And then usually they will jump on board and come together and do the growing together, which is what creates such a phenomenal relationship and connection with each other. And so we'll do this inner work. And I I'm telling you, like, people will just be like, Oh my gosh, like, you know, they will come kind of disconnected, kind of shut down not knowing that there's really a solution because they've done the counseling, they've done this, they've done that workshop that, you know, they'll come and they'll do this work. And it's really like they get to really see each other, hear each other, feel, walk through the repair and healing is in the repair. And then it's like this huge shift happens. And what they've done is kind of buried the old relationship because in some ways it has to die. Like it just hasn't been working. Right. Mm -hmm. But the partnership doesn't have to die. And so we'll bury the old relationship and we'll create a vision of what is your marriage look like going forward? And how do you want it to look like? How do you want to create it to be? It doesn't have to be like mom and dad. It doesn't have to be, you know, like how it was growing up, but we get to create the rules because sometimes we're just so deep in our conditioning. Yeah. And it creates expectations that create resentment, you know, blah, blah, blah. So then they leave in this space of, Ooh, this is how we're creating this marriage. And so we get back to, you know, the real world, although this can be their new reality and we integrate what they've learned. And so it's not just go and do this thing and then get thrown in the real world and be like, okay, you know, take care of it. Then we're taking weeks to integrate. Yes, exactly. We're taking weeks to integrate. We're taking weeks to create the skills it takes. We're going back to the repair. We're, we're continuing to clean out the containers. And then they're just in this place of like, wow, so this, this is what we've been waiting for. This is what we've been wanting because literally that's what we're fighting for, isn't it? We're yeah. like fighting for that connection. We're, we're not like what we're really fighting for is we miss our best friend. We miss that connection. We miss, you know, the friendship. And so when we get that back, I mean, life is freaking amazing. And, and it's funny because I don't think people realize literally the investment in your relationship has the biggest payoffs in your whole life. It affects how you parent. It affects how you do your work. 
it affects money coming in. Like there's so many things that this one core relationship affects, you know? And so it's amazing to see what happens on the other side of that. That's incredible. I heard you say a couple of things that I want to touch on. They've tried the therapy. They tried the church retreat. They tried this. They tried that. What happens that's different with you guys that they've been missing in all these other places they've tried? What, what we find that's missing is there's, you know, we've, we've created some tools that, like I said, are the skills that are going to help create the communication, getting it healthier, making conflict resolution so much quicker and easier. Like it's archaic how we do conflict resolution in these days. And so to have a tool that walks them through conflict resolution very quickly, the communication is breaking down to simple ABCs. The deep work that happens is we do a sorts of kind of um, drama type therapy in the sense that we hold space for somewhere in their life that something kind of went out of alignment with themselves and they're able to kind of face their dragons and, and true healing happens when you don't run from the dragon, but you literally face it yourself and you slay your own dragon. Mm -hmm. And so Rick and I have this gift of being able to facilitate that with them of slaying their own dragons. And in, in moments in their life where they felt completely disempowered, where they felt completely like their voice was taken away or violated in some way, shape or form, they're able to give voice to it and conquer it. And they come out stronger than ever. And I'll tell you that there's this moment of watching, and I call it watching your beloved. When you can see your beloved and you can see the wounded child in them or the wounded teenager, or, or, you know, that, that wound that just hasn't healed or been addressed and you watch them so bravely conquer it and you are witnessing it. Like part of it is also just being witnessed in your growth and your healing. Yes. There is this like depth that you're just like, like, it's just, it, it is this cohesiveness that kind of seals you together. And there's such a compassion and you stop taking things so personal and you go, Oh, wow. So I take him back to the wound because sometimes we are continually re-traumatizing our partner without even realizing we're re-traumatizing. And when we're aware of what it is that takes them back to that space and they're able to heal it and we're part of that healing and the witnessing, it is like so incredibly powerful. And so this cohesiveness happens and the way that we're able to facilitate that has been really unique. And, and like I say, it's, it's like, I can read energy. I know, and, and I can't even explain it. Like, I just know, Oh, this is what we need to do. Oh, this is where we go. This is what, you know, and it just kind of falls in place. And I do it at the women's retreat too. And they're just like, Oh my gosh, that was was so powerful, you know, just to be able to walk through that. And so it's really um, giving voice to the wound within us that has never truly healed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I hear that leads right into the second point I wanted to ask, which was, I hear you saying it starts with the individual, which 
I know to be very true to my own experience, but so many times we're trying to heal as a couple when neither party is healthy on their own. When you can get this right for you, yes, then that become makes that relationship become much easier, is what I'm hearing you say. Ab- absolutely. Like we can only, you know, like like you said you're kind of starting at the back door if it's like, okay, let's just tackle the couple together. But it's like, there's two individual pieces that can create the healthy habits. And if one is unhealthy or both are unhealthy, you'll always be off kilter and balanced and it won't be in alignment. And so if you can get an alignment with yourself, each individual person, the alignment that, that happens between the two of you is 10 times richer. And then it becomes permanent as opposed to a temporary band-aid fix, you know, kind of like, well, we went to counseling and we learned how to communicate, but it's still not working. So you haven't gotten to the root cause of what's really creating the disconnect in the relationship. And so that's what we do is we get to the root cause. And that is our biggest focus is the root cause within ourselves, because we all have woundedness in us. We all have trauma in us and trauma isn't, you know, some people, think trauma and it's like, oh, well, I wasn't raped. Well, trauma is, is the meaning we put to a situation that we had strong emotion reaction to and feelings come up within us. Right. And so it could literally be like, my mom forgot to pick me up from school one day. And I thought she was, she was gone or killed or something had happened to her. And, you know, like you put this meaning to it, either this abandonment or this worry about mom. And, and something in you creates the trauma and it's, it's the absence of someone being there with you and the experience to help you through it that creates the trauma. So all of us have this woundedness or this trauma within us of some sorts. And when there's a strong meaning to it and something shows up to keep mirroring that, that has got to heal within us. Right. Mm-hmm. So then we don't put more meaning to, oh, they're neglecting me. They're ignoring me. They're betraying me. They're abandoning me. And so when you can heal that, you have, you are so much further along together. Yes. Yes. But so it's sometimes those things are so hard to identify, you know, like we don't even know what we've been affected by. I know with my, I'm also on my second marriage, my husband and I both have a very happy, healthy marriage, but the first ones weren't quite so. And, you know, we learned a lot <laughs> yeah, through that, yeah. but I didn't understand early on in our marriage that I had been, and I, I don't, I wouldn't say I was traumatized by this, but as a kid growing up, I watched my parents fight. And uh, they're still married today and they're healthy and happy again. But when I was little, when my parents would fight, my dad would pick up his keys and walk out the door because he, he had to get away. He would go in the truck and I don't know if he would be back in an hour or if he would be back the next day. I didn't know. And so when my husband and I first got together and we would have any kind of disagreement, he would want to go walk the dog or take a walk or just go out on the porch. Mm -hmm. And I finally was able to identify when you do that, that makes me feel abandoned because I watched this volatile relationship happen in a similar way. And then when we started communicating it about that, it was like, Oh, okay. Well, that's why you're so upset when he's trying to walk away to give me space that he thinks I need and get his own mind right before he says something ugly. But meanwhile, that's traumatizing me in this new relationship because of something I experienced 30 years ago. Like it's very hard (laughs) to identify. So having someone like you who is is 
intuitive, empathetic, understands and can identify with your assessments, I can't imagine how valuable that is to be able to cut right to the chase. Like that's what it is. That's the thing. It is because sometimes we are spending years trying to figure it out. We're going in circles. We're just like, what the heck? What? And we'll go into the, what is wrong with me? And nothing's yes. wrong with you. Nothing's right. wrong with you. It's, it's, it's taking you back to that, that place. And absolutely what a perfect example. And what happens is because of an incident or an experience or trauma or whatever, something happens. So, so your husband wants to go walk the dog and you, and, and where we get caught up in is our beliefs. There's a belief, yes. there's an action that happened and a belief comes up within you. And that's where we get snagged and therefore we pull away or we shut down or, you know, so yeah, it's, yeah. it's amazing to be enlightened to it. And when in the enlightenment and the knowledge of it, you can then self-correct and not yes. go down those patterns and paths anymore. Yeah. And get that story out of our head that we tell over and over and reinforce again and again and again. And it's all right here. There's nothing factual yeah. to it. It's just in our own head. It's so true. Oh yeah. my gosh. It's so true. So true. <laughs> so tell oh. us about some of the challenges you've had as a business owner. Most of our listeners are business owners and you know, like scaling and growing and moving to a new facility and outgrowing your stuff and the finances and the books. And what have some of your challenges been and how have you been able to overcome those? Oh, I love that question. So I've been in business about 15 years now and, um, some of the challenges I had and, and, and I've really stepped into my own so much more. And it's amazing. The difference this has made is is listening to someone else above my own intuition on something, mm -hmm. you know, like, like, um, you know, we, we, we have all kinds of ways people, you know, market this way, do this, do that. And, and when I've gone against what I felt was natural or intuitive to me, I've, I've regretted it, you know, cause it was just like, maybe that voice was saying, Oh, you know, maybe twist it this way and do it your way to, you know, and so listening to myself has been a really valuable tool, but I didn't give myself permission to do that in the beginning because I didn't have the confidence to do so. I was just, you know, just like, oh, the experts know. And yes, absolutely. Like, don't try to reinvent the wheel all the time. But one of the things that I also realized about myself is that I was resistant to systems. So in the same thing of what I just said, sometimes I would turn out and do the whole opposite because there was some rebellion in me of like, no, I'm not going to do it that way. You know, and, and I'm not going to have systems. And what I realized was that I didn't trust people as a child who had created systems because they weren't using them themselves. And so systems to me were very confining and conforming, but mm -hmm. systems have to be in place in order for us to succeed, to have consistency. And so it really took a balance of, and systems is kind of the masculine energy and the feminine energy is the creative energy. And so it's gotta be a balance of both, right? I would, um, and so as I did that, I would, you know, I, I, I wouldn't do the systems, but when I implemented the systems that supported the growth, the growth expanded exponentially. So it's, it's listening to yourself and then having a balance of what is needed to run the business, what is necessary for the success to happen and realizing systems can support you, 
even if they're not fun, but also find <laughs> what your brilliance is, what your brilliance is and banking on that and hiring someone else for their brilliance. Now, this is a lesson that took me yes. way too long to learn because, you know, when you start off your own business, you're like a one man show, you're doing yeah. the marketing, you're doing the customer service, you're doing the service, you're, you know, all this stuff. So yes. in the beginning, it's, it's a necessity. I get that. But when I was shown how much value an hour of my time was working with a client because of what we could do just even in one hour's time. And then I was doing admin work at the same time that I could hire somebody for 15 to $20 an hour. Um, I was losing money, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. so here I was doing all this stuff and I was just like, no, I can't afford it. I couldn't afford not to get to the support. So, so open up avenues to where you can be supported for you to live in your brilliance, to bank on the brilliance of who you are, the gifts you bring to the table, because nobody can do what you do brilliantly, but you like, that's the asset of the company. Remember and realize the asset you are to your company, what you bring to the table that nobody else can bring. And little by little figure out what the roles are that you can then get support in and pay others to do. Because if I can pay somebody 15 to 20 an hour to do this while I'm doing the work that lights my soul up and they love being an admin and doing their work, that's synchronicity. And it's, it's really amazing. Yes. That's a beautiful partnership when you can offload the things you don't like to do and aren't very good at anyway. And like you said, yes. just in your brilliance. <laughs> So who, yes. who was the first, who was the like first role that you hired when you identified, like, I need some help. Um, the first role, um, was, was marketing, <laughs> like to have help with marketing, to have someone else help me with that, because you can have the most amazing, wonderful product, but if nobody knows about it and. Um, you aren't out there showing it to the world, you know, you might as well be in a closet holding, <laughs> holding your, all your yeah. beautiful products or whatever, because marketing is huge, huge, huge to be able to get the word out there. Like, you know, I, I've published a couple of books and I naively was just like, Oh, you know, I'm going to write a book get published. <laughs> yeah. The harder work. And, and I mean, writing a book was like birthing a baby. I mean, seriously, it was like, yes. it was so hard. It was, you know, challenging. And, and I'll tell you that your business is your greatest growth. Like you will learn so much about yourself in business. But anyway, I wrote, I wrote this book had, you know, felt like I had done all the work. Well, now I had to do all the work to let the, know, the world know about my book, you know, and yeah. have the contacts with the stores to sell my book and, and all that other stuff. So marketing was my first one because of how essential it was for the growth of my business and the awareness of what I wanted to bring to the world. Nice. Talk about, tell us about your books. Okay. So I, um, I created some books and then eventually ended up doing a whole course with it is so doing the energetic work, the energetic healing. Um, I decided that there was some tools that I used on my clients all the time to do their inner healing work. And they're like simple tools, but yeah, they're so profound and powerful. And so when I heard, I, I love, again, I, I love nature. I, I think there's a lot of healing properties in nature. So when I heard about essential oils 
and their healing properties emotionally, I decided to marry the worlds together, the two worlds together. And so I combined the healing techniques with the essential oils as a beginning of some inner healing for self, because everything I do has, it always leads back to healing. Like that's just, that's just who I am, you know, a healer. And so I wrote Aroma Heal One, and it has four techniques in it for inner healing that you can just do on yourself. Like it's literally scripted. It tells you what oil to use, like simple, easy. And then went on to do Aroma Heal Two, which I added five more techniques. So I created these nine techniques together. In fact, in Aroma Heal Two, there's a sexually healing technique that is so beyond powerful. Um, I see so much violation in some way, shape, or form. Um, you know, either past partners or sexually as a child, whatever. So anyway, there's, there's a sexually healing tool in book, book two. And so I combined those together and that created the Romy Heal course that I do. And so we actually ended up traveling, talking about marketing, traveling the country for a whole year. We got to travel the U.S. and wow. speak and teach on these techniques and just travel all over and meet so many amazing people. It was an awesome experience. Wow. That's incredible. So aromaheal.org is where people can access that course or that book. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Yes. That's where they can, they can access it and see, you know, where they're at on their healing journey. And interestingly enough, I tend to attract people who are trying to awaken to their own gifts. Like, you know, what's my purpose? What are my gifts? And doing the books, kind of helps to awaken in you what your own gifts are for the world. Are you a healer? Um, how do you interact pe- with people? How do you show up? And so it's, it's kind of a beautiful thing because it's kind of an, a, a door to an awakening of who am I as a healer, whatever that is. I mean, people can heal through art. They can heal, heal through music, you know, just what kind of healer am I? And, and finding their own healing and the work that they do in the course is, is incredible. Just, just in that amount of time, what they're able to do, um, it just gets really phenomenal results. So I love, love, love sharing healing with the world. <laughs> Tell us about one of your favorite client stories from someone that came to you very broken and what do they look like today? Okay. Um, uh, okay. I will tell you, um, I, was working with the woman who, um, came to me, she had actually done a lot of her own inner work. So she, you know, she'd done, she did some stuff and she was running, um, a company on her own, had created her own company, powerful businesswoman, and was in this relationship and wanting to get married. But she was like, my needs aren't being met. I'm getting angry. She was resentful. Um, they were both, you know, divorced, entering into this relationship together and finding out the dynamics. And it was a lot about, you know, I'm running my own company. I'm my own person. I'm, you know, and I don't want to be this weak, you know, person. I don't want to be walked all over. Like I was in my first marriage, like yeah. trying to find this balance. Right. And this whole thing of how do I get my needs met without demanding them? How do I lean into, receiving kind of in the feminine energy as opposed to being demanding in the masculine, because we as business women, we tend to show up in our masculine energy for business and, and it serves us well. There's nothing wrong with that. It serves us well. It does not serve us well <laughs> in relationship. And so she was in this place and, you know, she was, you know, making probably about, 
you know, her company about two to 3 million a year. And I say that because after she really took ownership of who she was, after she took ownership of my needs matter, and there's a way to receive and get them without the demanding, without the guilt tripping, without, you know, like, when are you going to give me my needs? And there's a whole different way of doing that. And she stepped into her own feeling her power as, as the person as the powerful woman that she is. She literally within, I want to say about two months started getting multi-million dollar contracts. And I say that because the, the moment we own who we truly are, we stand in our truth. We let go of all of these patterns that have wreaked havoc in our life that have pushed love away that have um, disconnected us from, from other people or our purpose. When we just go to that space, we literally become the magnet for everything that was meant for us in the first place. And so we went through this journey together and she was able to, um, really heal some parts of herself. And it was funny. Cause she's like, you know, I've, I've had like a life coach for three years and in, in the amount of time we worked together in three months, I, I, you know, like, like we've done leaps and bounds with, with what I did in the three years time. Like we've done leaps and bounds beyond that. And that's the thing is it doesn't have to take forever. That's, you know, and so I, what I loved about her is that she was ready and willing, and we were able to progress so quickly and the results that happened, he then decided, Hey, let's do some coaching together you know, with Christy, let's do a little bit of coaching together. And he was able to find parts of himself that still needed healing. And here they were on the verge of, we're about to maybe just call this quits because there's too much to less than a year later, married and blissfully happy, happy together, him running his own business. So strong in who he is, her so strong in hers growing and expanding so quickly that she almost has to catch her breath. Her business is growing so well because of it, because she went to the depths within herself in this relationship and to see the fruition of the rewards of that was phenomenal for her. So that was like, I hate, I still like, I just get choked up thinking about it and, and where she was at when she first called me and where she is today, because here's the thing is she's out making an impact on the world through her business. She's out. She has an executive team of women working with her out making a difference, all because she was willing to step in to these deep parts of herself and figure this out and move forward. And it's, you know, it's not pretty work (laughs) all the time. It's not pretty work, but it is so worth it. And so I loved seeing how quickly because she was ready and willing and then the shift in their relationship. And here they are now parenting their children together and making an impact this way. So it was, it was huge. Wow. What a success story. I mean, like talk about, yeah, you not only saved a potential marriage, non-marriage, no go, go, no go situation, but improved their kid's life, their marriage, their separate lives, her, their business and the people that her business is affecting further. Yeah. Wow. Incredible. When we plug into our purpose and are willing that willingness and being that willing participant, I heard another coach say just this week, uh, if it's easy with your coach, you're not growing. 
So I love that you say it's ugly work. It's not, it's not the easy stuff. If you're off yeah. the phone with your coach or out, out of a retreat and you feel all warm and fuzzy, maybe you need to dig a little deeper or get a little uglier, right? Yes. 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 And we actually do see the ugly cry go on. <laughs> I bet those ugly cries are oh, good for all so of us. <laughs> yes, they are. They are. All right. Oh, I know this is not like, like uh, end all be all, but just a fun question. What do people fight about the most just on this most superficial oh, level? Okay. Um, superficial, actually, you know, what just blows my mind is how many couples aren't having sex. They're, they're, they're fighting or not talking about sex. I am blown away by how many people are actually not having sex and intimacy and connection in their relationships. So that's one thing. And I would say communication. It's, it's just like, it's like they're in two different books trying to speak <laughs> the same language and it's not happening. And so there's the shutdown and the, and so they're fighting, they're just fighting about, um, and, and a big thing is like, when are you going to meet my needs? When are you going to meet mine? When do mine matter? You know, and really, you know, you translate that into, I miss you and I'm hurting and I want you, but I don't know how to say it in a way that's going to be effective because I'm in my pain. So yes. communication and sex are, are top things that people fight about for sure. <laughs> Jeez, people have sex. <laughs> I know, I know. And it's, what is wrong and with it's you? Like, what, <laughs> what even blows my mind even more is when I was traveling the country, I, you know, I, I talked about this, you know, sexually healing tool and stuff I was teaching. And I remember standing there and saying, like, I was, I was like, you know, that kind of sex that just like, you are, it's like spiritual, like you're so connected that you're literally like going to other realms together. And there's like this weeping and it's just like this, you know, and all these women are standing there with their mouths wide open. They're like, no, what? They're like, <laughs> and, what and I was about? just like, yeah, they're just, it was just like, no. And I was like, oh my gosh. Okay. So when you have that kind of sex, like other world sex, like it's, it's like the, what, what has been sensationalized in the world is sexuality and just like all this kind of perverse type of sexuality is just has, is, it's just nothing compared to that soul level sex connect connection that we have access to. And I would say, I'm, you know, I've never done drugs, but I'd say it's like the most, it's like the effect of a drug, you know, like it's just, and so that also blows my mind as to how many couples aren't having that level and depth of connection in their intimacy, um, in, in their sexuality as well. Yeah. That makes me sad. It really does. It makes me so sad because I know. there's so much more available to us when you're willing to put in the work, yeah. when you're willing to say, Sex. Oh, true. oh my gosh. Or yeah. talk about yeah. that thing right here in the middle of the Bible belt. God forbid we talk about how he made yeah. our bodies. Right. If it wasn't supposed exactly. to feel good, he wouldn't have made it feel good. What the heck? Right. Exactly. And, and you know what? So much of that for women is receiving, isn't it? It's like receiving that. I mean, just anatomically how bodies were made female is the receiving the, the male is the giving, you know? And yes. so, yeah, I could, I could talk about that all the time. 
long, but, but we'll have another episode where we just talk about, let's talk about <laughs> sex, baby. Let's talk about you and me. I don't know. There we go. <laughs> Probably the most listened to episode no, ever. That'll like be what you said. <laughs> well, that's the thing is really, you want this for everybody. Once you've experienced yes. it, you're like, you're like, seriously, like you got, you got to have this, it's, you know, just amazing. That love, the connection, the depth, it's beautiful. Yes, it is. Well, our time is almost up. Thank you so much for joining me today, Christy. Tell the, tell the guests where they can receive this healing from you. Where can they find you? How do they get hooked up with you to participate in this healing? Absolutely. So we have a website called thehealingcoach.com. We made it really easy to remember. It's just thehealingcoach.com. And you'll go to that website. You'll see our couple's work. You see our individual work. You'll see Rick's work, you know, coaching men. Um, so it's easy to find us there, easy to contact us there. We have a place where you can do a complimentary discovery call, just to even dive in and see, is this for me? Is it not? There's, there's no charge to it. There's no sales to it either. It's just, um, when, when I work with people, it literally has to be a soul. Yes. For both of us. And yes. so I love doing the discovery calls just, you know, kind of like, let's discover, is this a good fit? Does this work? And no pressure of, of sales coming into it, but literally like, this is, this is how I can show up. So yes. the healingcoach.com is where you can find me. All right. You heard it right here, guys. Thank you to our guest, Christy, the healing coach, go over to the healingcoach.com and sign up for a discovery call. See if, if you're a right fit to, to heal yourself and heal your marriage. Thank, thank you. you so much, Christy, for being our guest. And thank you for being a queen that leads. <laughs>